Thank you for listening to Caffeinated Chicks, Motivating Women. Welcome to our lifestyle and personal development podcast, where we encourage you to be authentically you and keep it real. I'm your host, Abby. And I'm her cousin, Rachel. We know it's Monday and we know you're tired. Our goal is to help you feel motivated, inspired, and ready to face whatever it is the week throws at you. Come sit with us, grab your coffee, and dive into meaningful conversation that will elevate your life. Hi guys, this is Abby and Rachel. And we are Caffeinated Chicks. We have a fun episode to talk to you guys about today. Um, about positive self-talk. But before we jump in, um, Rachel and I are going to talk about what we're grateful for and what we're drinking. So today I am drinking a caribou coffee. Um, It's an iced coffee with caramel and white mocha drizzle. And it was so good. So, (laughs) so good. Uh, And then I am grateful for... Um, let's see. This one's a tough one this week. Um, I'm grateful for beautiful weather. It's so I've been doing cardio club pretty much all summer and Mm -hmm. pretty much the entire summer. We've only had to cancel cardio club once. Wow. And (laughs) this week we had to cut it short by 15 minutes So I'm like, that's not bad considering. So I will take it. So Rachel, what are you drinking? So uh, while I was gone in Guatemala, my husband had to buy some more coffee. So he bought Black Rifle Company coffee, which is like supposedly some of the best coffee. And um, he's not as impressed with the bags he bought, but I think it's pretty stinking good. So that is what I am drinking right now. Just (laughs) freshly grinded uh, black rifle, black coffee per usual. (laughs) Um, And uh, what I'm grateful for, um, I did just start teaching a family Spanish. So we had our first lesson not too long ago and there are two kids and then two parents and the kids are just so much fun. And I really had a good time. Um, even the, the little girl, I think she's like six. She goes, I'm already having so much fun. <laughs> oh, cute. So yeah, I'm grateful for that opportunity. How old is the other um, kiddo? I think he's nine, eight or nine. Okay. And it was, it was very fun to see him because I was trying to teach them the alphabet because the biggest thing when you're trying to learn Spanish is being able to know the sounds that each letter makes, because if you don't, your pronunciation will be all off. Yeah. And so I was teaching them the sounds and he was actually writing down like this, like word that it sounded like as he was hearing the sound in his head. So like, Ah, for example, is A. So he would write A-H to just like oh. be able to see the sound too. Cute. And I just thought that was really cool. He was he was pretty smart about it. It's like even full long words too. Like when I sounded it out, he would write down what it sounded like. That is so <laughs> neat. Yeah, he's a very smart kid. So he was already really excited because the family's planning on doing like one night a week Spanish only. And so okay. he was like, can that night be this night? All right. Like he was so excited. It was really cute. <gasps> cute yes (laughs) do you feel like it's easier to teach younger kids spanish or older like adults 
Um, given that this is the first lesson, I feel like it's really hard to tell. But okay. um, I think I think there's pros and cons to both. Because okay. I the adults have bigger and longer attention spans. And they like can grasp the concept a little bit more. Whereas kids like you have to hold their attention. It has to be interesting. But yet they're young. And so their brains are very malleable still. Right. And so yeah, there's definitely pros and cons to both. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. I'm curious to see how it goes. Yeah, I will keep you updated. All right, let's get into our topic for today. I am really excited to talk about this. Um, I think mostly because we don't even realize how negative we are in our talk to ourselves. And let's be honest, we all talk out loud and in our head to ourselves. I mean, I would be lying if I said I didn't (laughs) talk to myself like all the time. Yep. What's really embarrassing is when you're talking out loud to yourself and someone catches you. So that's fun. (laughs) Mm. Are you talking to me? No. Yeah, I wanted to start off with a couple of quotes that I did really like. Um, One of them is, when all you hear is the negativity inside of your head, how are you ever supposed to have that self-confidence that you want? I love that. Yeah. (laughs) That really hits hard, though. Yeah, no, it does. And I mean, we have this expectation of ourselves, like, we want to be able to be a certain way or be somebody specific or somebody special, but yet all we're doing is talking negatively to ourselves, which just dampens our mood. And then we can't live up to our own expectations. Right. Um, And then another one would be, if you wouldn't say it to a friend, don't say it to yourself. Oof. (laughs) I know. I read that one and I thought, oh, shoot. (laughs) And then talk to yourself like you would someone you love. And that just hit home. Like I, I'm so cautious with my friends and making sure that the words out of my mouth are uplifting and kind and encouraging. But I don't think twice about that when I'm talking to myself. And, and just like another thought, and this is actually like, you can find so many verses talking about this in the Proverbs, but you are what you think about. Mm -hmm. I mean, your thoughts will run your life if you don't run them. I mean, right. it's just as simple as that. And so and I'm preaching to the choir here because I am by no means have my thought life figured out. No. But they, yeah, your thoughts will run your life. So I wanted to talk a little bit about how to practice positive self-talk. Um, and then the first, this first point really, this was probably one of the most important things for me was just creating an awareness that you actually have some negative thoughts. Because I, I think it wasn't honestly until this year when I was doing a training with some leaders with Monate that I actually like opened up my eyes to all of the negative things I'd tell myself about myself. Like one of them was like, you're not smart enough for this, for example. Like that's a very common one I tell myself like, oh, you're stupid. You know, and it's just, I didn't even realize that I said thoughts like that or, you know, talked to myself like that until we had this like specific seminar about like your thought life and how it affects your life. Yeah. And I don't know, Abby, how, like, if you had like this aha moment where you had an awareness all of a sudden that, wow, this is how I talk to myself because I didn't realize I was doing it until it was pointed out. Yeah. I mean, it definitely takes a bit. I mean, 
sometimes I can catch myself when I do it. Mm-hmm. And the other times I just don't even notice it because it's just so ingrained in my head. It's just kind of how I grew up and how I raised myself. And I'm trying really hard to kind of correct that mindset and change mm-hmm. it. And I feel like it's going to take a lot of time. It's not yeah. something that's going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Well, and just an awareness is really the first step because you don't, you can't fix the problem unless you know you have a problem. Yep. So, um, <laughs> and I didn't really realize that I did until probably legitimately this year. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm the same with you. Sometimes I'm good at noticing it. And then other times I just don't at all. And then I can just get so in my head that I almost get foggy because yeah. I'm so overwhelmed with my own thoughts about myself that they just make me want to curl up into a ball and go to sleep. Like <laughs> to yeah. be completely honest. And it's, yeah, it's a dangerous spiral. Yeah. Um, and so the next thing that you really just want to be conscious of doing is reframing your thoughts. Um, and so well, this is the biggest and probably hardest challenge of it just because like you just said, Abby, it's a habit. It's ingrained yeah. in you. And it's very common and normal. I know everybody does this. Oh, and yeah. the only way to break a habit is to replace it with a new one. Mm-hmm. And to make that new one a habit. But it takes like, what, 30 days for it to be a habit and 90 days for it to be a lifestyle. So yep. <laughs> it's not going to be an easy one. It's no it's going to be it's going to be a struggle but yeah just changing those negative messages and words that you're saying to yourself to a more powerful and positive and empowering message so what how can you change that and i know abby you're going to talk on um some of that maybe a little bit later in the podcast yeah yep but um and then journaling too and i don't know not everybody's really into journaling and i don't do it as often as i would like but i know that if you can just kind of pinpoint where these are coming from and sometimes the easiest way to do that is to journal. Like why do I feel like this? Um, Where is this negative pattern or belief coming from? And oftentimes if you can pinpoint the root, then you can solve why you have that to begin with. Yeah. And then that's the only way that you're going to be able to start changing that mindset. Exactly. Do you journal at all? Um, I do. Uh, not as often as I'd like either. <laughs> I would definitely like to be better because I feel like journaling is just very peaceful and it mm-hmm. helps me kind of collect my thoughts and just kind of write everything out because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of things get trapped up in my brain sometimes and yes. it's nice to just kind of let it all out. Yeah, no, it's definitely one of my favorite things to do when I actually think to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it does, it's like, you know, if you ever have anything you're frustrated with, or that's upsetting you sometimes just sitting down and journaling it I mean I've had moments I remember even being in college when a boy broke my heart and I literally wrote down exactly what I wanted to say to him and I never sent it but it was like I needed that to just get it out and get my frustration and my anger out but I never actually meant to send it and I didn't I actually think I still have it (laughs) it's kind of nice so it's almost like a release it is yep It's all that built up energy inside you and just you need to let it out somehow. And I feel like journaling is perfect for that release. It's because it's out. You've said what you need to say and you can just leave it there. Right. And it gets fun too because you can go back when you journal and see what has changed. 
Oh, and yeah. I mean, especially if you journal about things that you negatively talk to yourself about, if you go back years later and you see, yeah, I used to talk like that, but I don't anymore. Like being able to see the change, I think would be very powerful too. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I know whenever I go to Guatemala, I always journal. I always journal about my day. And I have never regretted that because I love flipping through old notebooks and finding, oh, yeah, I remember that day. But I, and I would love to be able to do that with negative talk versus positive talk. Being able yeah. to go back and say, I don't do that anymore. Or, ooh, you know, I still need, I still do that. I need to work on that. Right. And then, yeah, I mean, I did kind of mention the reframing your thoughts, but just when you reframe your thoughts, you switch them with positive affirmations. So um, using your positive affirmations, you actually create a habit and then a more empowering conversation with yourself. And then my last point on this, and it's very, very important, is check your environment. Now, I'm never one to say that it's all environment. I'm 100%. You get to choose how you react. You get to choose anything you do, right? But at the same time, if you're not conscious of the negative influences in your life, you're not even going to realize how those negative influences are impacting your thought life and causing you to be negative towards yourself without even noticing it. Yep. Um, And so, no, are they the reason for your negative thoughts? Not necessarily, but they don't help. (laughs) Right. So you just, just, you can't hang out with negative people and just expect to have a positive life. It just doesn't work that way. Exactly. Exactly. So just being very conscious of that or conscious of that. It doesn't mean you have to eliminate people completely. It doesn't mean... And sometimes you're, you're in that situation and there's quite frankly, nothing you can do. Like there are moments where you are in negative situations or whatever it is. And it's not realistic for you to just walk away from it, but checking your environment, being aware of it. And then again, it's an awareness thing. It's creating the awareness of, okay, how is this affecting me? And if I don't want it to affect me, what am I going to do about it? If I can't directly run away from the situation? Right. How am I going to choose my thoughts carefully? Yep. I definitely agree with that. Um, so I am going to talk about like the importance of self-talk. So negative self-talk is going to make you feel horrible about yourself and you're going to have an adverse effect on your life. Mm-hmm. So you're going to need that positive self-talk, which is on the other hand, in enhancing your confidence and your self-esteem. And it's going to drastically change your life, especially if you start talking more positively to yourself. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like Rachel said earlier, it doesn't happen overnight. Life is hard. Things happen. And you just got to give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's so many different benefits of self-talk. And I'm still working on them myself. Rachel's still working on them mm-hmm. as well. But they definitely help you deal with stress eliminate the self-doubt, and motivate you to keep going. And I feel like that's super, super important. And like I said, too, it helps you build that confidence again, because if you're talking more positively about yourself, then you're going to feel more confident, too. Right. So there's different um, examples of negative self-talk. And kind of a flip the switch of the positive self-talk. So you kind of can understand a little bit more what we're talking about. 
Um, so the first one is, this is something that I've never done before. And even if I try, I'm not going to be good at anything. That's a negative self-talk. That's me. I do that a lot. Yep. <laughs> yep. So flipping that switch would be, let's get this party started. This is an opportunity for me to try something new. Hmm. So just kind of just flipping the narrative. Yep. So another one would be like, why is it that despite my best efforts, no one likes me? Negative self-talk, positive self-talk. I have no influence on what others think or believe. And I only have authority over myself, which is what Rachel said earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So definitely little ways to flip the switch and kind of change that mindset about it. And it's like I said, it's not easy, but you can see how much just switching some words around makes it have a totally different spin. Mm -hmm. So some examples (laughs) of positive self-talk would be having faith in your own abilities. Like I'm ambitious in following my life goals. I consider myself fortunate to be surrounded by such amazing people. I'm grateful for all the opportunities that I have in my life. And stop comparing yourself to everyone else. So day by day, I'm improving in every aspect of my life. I'm intelligent. I'm desirable. Um, I've done it before and I'm confident I can do it again. Fear and anxiety have no power over me. Mm -hmm. And avoid focusing on the past. I feel like those are all very, very important. And yes, it's not going to happen overnight, but keep working at it. Keep reminding yourself all these positive things. One big thing that I do with my boys, because I want to teach them how to talk positively about themselves, is I do the high five habit with them too. So in the mornings, I'll have them go run over to the Mm -hmm. mirror and give themselves a high five. And it's so cute to watch my youngest just high five himself in the mirror and like he lights up. And then another thing we do is um, affirmation cards at night. So we will usually go through a little deck of cards and there's a couple different ones like I am brave, I am smart, I am kind, I'm a good friend, um, I stay calm, just little things like that. And like, it's kind of crazy how much these are supposed to be helping my boys, but they actually really start telling me too. Yeah. So I just want to instill that in them at a young age because sometimes the world is really cruel and it is hard. (laughs) Yeah. It's really hard to kind of flip that narrative. And like Mm -hmm. Rachel and I had mentioned before, especially if you've grown up talking to yourself that way, it's really hard to start talking positively about yourself. So I feel like starting at a young age and trying to at least help it so that I can be more aware of it when they get older, I feel like it's going to help, but yeah, yeah. no, that's really cool. I love that you do that. I love like a couple of times when I've been FaceTiming you and you've been going through them with, (laughs) with your boys and it's just so cute (laughs) listening to them, like scream it sometimes or. (laughs) Oh yeah. They, their one, their favorite one to scream is I am strong. Oh yes, that that was the one. I remember that. Yep. It was like a roar practically. Yep. Or the I am happy. They get really excited about oh, that one yep. too. Yep. So 
a lot and I yeah. they get excited. They are like, "Oh, let's do the affirmation cards." Oh, cute. So, I I love it, definitely. That is super sweet. I love that. Yeah. But I'm going to finish up here with saying five things you need to stop telling yourself. Okay. So what you don't want to say is I can't do that. <laughs> Instead, you want to say, how can this be done? Yep. Or don't say I don't deserve that. Instead, say this is how I've earned this opportunity. Um, don't say I'm not enough. Say these are my unique attributes and here is how I utilize them. And the last one is there are there's no point in trying instead saying here's what I can do differently. Hmm. So just those little like I said little pivotal things can make all the difference. Yeah. Well, I I catch myself a lot more now when I say like I'm stupid or like I'm not smart enough for that. I'm like no, I am. I am smart enough. I can do that. And oftentimes I think it's a cop out. Yeah. And it's a negative self-talk, but it's also a borderline cop-out where I'm just yeah. like, oh, well, I don't have to do that because I'm not smart enough to do it. So I don't have to do it type thing. And I don't want that to be my situation either. I don't want to just do it because, or not do it because I'm just making up some excuse that that's not actually true so I can get out of doing it. <laughs> right. Like, no, I can do hard things. I can try new things and I'm smart. And so I, that one I do catch a lot more, but that was like probably a big one that I say a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, just like being aware too, that sometimes it might take you longer and that's okay. Right. Doesn't mean you can't do it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You can do any, if anything you want, as long as you put your mind to it, honestly, you can do it. It, Like that's a cliche quote, but it's really true. Yeah. If you actually wanted it. And I think that's the, that's the big million dollar question do you want it because if you did you'd do it (laughs) yeah you know um but yeah sometimes it's gonna take you longer to get there but you're still gonna be able to do it right exactly so how do we stop this negative (laughs) self-talk spiral um honestly there's really no like cookie cutter clear cut anything it's just taking a habit and replacing it with a new one. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not easy. We just both talked about how it takes a long time. Yeah. All your life probably to be completely honest, because once you take your like first round of negative thoughts and you replace them with positive thoughts, you'll find new ones. <laughs> and they, they yep. always come up. And so you will not have mastered this. But one thing that I found helpful is just getting a notebook or a piece of paper and writing down all of the negative self-talk that immediately comes up in your mind. Just get it all down on paper. That way you can see it and then ask yourself these questions. Is this true? Does believing this help me or anybody else? Or does believing this help me in reaching my goals? Because these questions will kind of help you to interrupt that negative thought spiral and also help you to see, wow, I'm really mean to myself. Because when I did that, I was like, oh my gosh, there was like pages. It was kind of embarrassing, honestly. And um, it just, yeah, it's part of the awareness. It helps you to see, wow, this is how I talk to myself. Like, would I talk to my like spouse like this? Would I talk to my best friend like this? I mean, 
Yeah. And so my personal opinion after you do all that is to burn it. Some people say yeah, rip it up, I do throw love it away, that. but I liked to burn it. I thought that was fun. And it was kind of just this like, okay, I'm letting that go. But just be warned, just because you burn it doesn't mean you're never going to have that thought again. <laughs> but no. just, it's just like this symbolism of like, I'm choosing to release this. And now when it comes back up, I can choose to think a different thought. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, every time that thought does come back, just take it captive and replace it with a better thought. Because you are 100% in control of your thoughts. You can change the thought. You are in control of that. You just need to form a habit. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I think, Rachel, you had some really good points there. Especially when it comes to... I loved what you said about the ripping it up or burning (laughs) it. I feel like that is just so freeing and I feel Mm -hmm. like it's a good release to kind of get all of those negative thoughts out Mm -hmm. yes they don't completely go away but it definitely helps in the moment and then you're more aware for the future when those thoughts do come up so I really hope that we helped you guys um kind of see some different avenues that you can take when it comes to taking like positive self-talk um But like we said earlier, it's not going to happen overnight and just be gracious with yourself and take time and just kind of start changing those mindsets and just give it a try. If you start trying to talk negatively about yourself, give it a try and say, you know what? I got this or whatever you're talking negative about yourself, kind of like flip that narrative and see how it makes you feel. Right. Exactly. So we will... Hopefully be here next week. Life's <laughs> been kind of crazy for Rachel and I. Yes. Um, with summer coming to a close and for school starting for Rachel with all of the things that she's got going on. But <laughs> we're going to try to do our best and get episodes out to you as frequently as possible. But again, just be gracious with us. And we love this community and we love mm. all of you guys so much. And we really hope we are helping you guys. Yes. Uh, kind of think differently about some different topics here so all right thanks for tuning in guys we will see you next time thank you guys bye thank you so much for joining us this week i hope you enjoyed getting to know abby and i over a cup of coffee black for me (laughs) or a cup of creamer with a dash of coffee for me gross (laughs) we look forward to motivating and encouraging you in this crazy thing we call life But before you go, make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And please, please, please leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Come tired and leave inspired with Rachel and Abby. Until next time, we're Caffeinated Chicks.